what if I were to tell you that the most important election with implications that will spread long beyond 2022 and into the 2024 election is actually a primary election that's happening next month, early next month, August 3rd. That election is the Arizona primary. Now, I want to be very clear up front with what I'm about to say. First and foremost, yes, I have endorsed Carrie Lake, but this is not an attack against uh, Karen Taylor Robeson, not by any means. This is not an attempt to sway any voters in any direction. I'm telling all those in Arizona to vote based upon who you want to represent you. Don't listen to me. I'm not in Arizona. Don't listen to anybody else. Don't listen to outside money. Don't listen to outside forces. Don't listen to endorsements. Even if you want to listen to President Trump's endorsement, who he did, of course, endorse, Carrie Lake, do what you think is best and vote for the person that you believe will be the best governor for Arizona. That's the way to vote. I'm not here to try to dissuade you from doing that or persuade you to vote for Carrie Lake, who I have endorsed. I do want to talk about the implications for the entire nation because this battleground has become essentially the the path the way that determines the path forward for the Republican Party as well as the nation itself. You see, Mike Pence has come out and endorsed Karen Taylor Robeson. Mike Pence, of course, is a rhino. Mike Pence is a an establishment guy. He was a friend of the president. And I think at one point he was actually conservative, but he has shifted his allegiance over the years. And now he is a full-blown rhino. Now he's a full-blown GOP establishment shill. And he has backed Karen Taylor Robeson. Now this is very telling. And it's also extremely important for the nation based upon what happens on August 3rd, because here's the thing. She's behind right now. Carrie Lake has a very large lead. And of course, Donald Trump endorsed her. But if Mike Pence comes in two weeks ahead of the election, endorses her, uh, campaigns heavily for her in Arizona, and then Karen Taylor Robeson ends up winning as a result, this will mark the end of the MAGA movement. I'm not being, I'm not being uh, <laughs> overblown here. That, that, I'm not, that's not hyperbole. They, being the, the establishment, the uniparty swamp, corporate media, they will use this as an example of proof that the America First movement, the Donald Trump clout, the everything that we've been working for and building for the last five or six years, that it's done, that this is now the party, the Republican Party, is now the party of Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, and people like that. They will say that America First candidates are, are finished, that Trump has no influence, not enough anyway. They will say that Carrie Lake was doing just fine before Trump endorsed her, and Karen Taylor Robeson was losing badly before Pence endorsed her. So she wins, Robeson. That will change the future of this nation. That will make it very much more difficult for Donald Trump to emerge if he does decide to run in 2024, for him to emerge as the candidate. And I assure you, people like Mitch McConnell, the RNC, the swamp, people at Fox News, Washington Examiner, they're rooting heavily for Karen Taylor Robeson because they know what the implications are. They know what will happen now. And I would argue they knew this going in. In other words, I would say that Mike Pence may have made a strategic move and may have even pushed towards this move based upon information they have. Now, that information will come across as an accusation, and it's not. This is more, call it a gut feeling. Call it, yeah, whatever, reading the writing on the wall based upon the actions of various people that are involved with the Arizona primary. I believe 
that they are going to attempt to steal it. And I know, you know you've probably heard that a dozen times about different races. Every race is always going to be stolen if your guy isn't the one that won. I do think that Carrie Lake is going to win. But I also believe that they are in the process of attempting to steal it. Now, I want to be very clear about this, too. It's being clear number two or three or however many times I'm trying to be clear. You have to be very precise when you're talking about stuff like this. I want to be clear that I do not think that Karen Taylor Robeson or her campaign are directly involved if there is an attempt to steal this. I think this is coming straight from the Uniparty swamp, from the upper ups, from the Republican National Convention, from people like Mitch McConnell. And the reason I think this is because it would behoove them and everybody involved to not include the Karen, uh, the, the, the Karen campaign. Yes, that's kind of what it is. The Robeson campaign in any discussions they've had, any plans they they intend to initiate. They don't want her to know. They don't want the campaign to know. They might tell her after the fact, but leading up to it, it's very important that if this is successful, if they are able to steal it for her and beat Carrie Lake on August 3rd, then they will have some leverage over her. If they're unsuccessful, they don't have to tell anybody. They just have to pretend like it never happened, move along and try to find another example, another another election where they can put Pence up against Donald Trump. This has happened multiple times. It happened in Georgia. In Georgia, the, the situation was reversed. Okay. Pence came in and backed the incumbent, the favorite. Trump backed the, the, uh, the challenger. And that challenger was behind from the beginning. Trump, Trump's endorsement might have helped him a bit, but not enough to get him over the top, unfortunately. So here we are. This one is different because, again, Robeson is behind. If she can come back you know, after Pence endorses her, imagine what the mainstream media headlines are going to be. You know, MAGA is dead. Trump's clout is fading. Trump's days are over. Trump has no influence. Mike Pence is the new face of the Republican Party. Mike Pence is now the, the de facto frontrunner for the 2024 nomination for president. These headlines will happen. I mean, immediately. We're talking about August 4th and four weeks at a time. We're going to see those types of headlines popping up. And it's not just going to be corporate media, by the way. There will be many on the right, many conservative media outlets that will start scratching their head. And they're going to look at this and they're going to be like, wow, maybe Pence, maybe we're, maybe we're wrong. Maybe the, the establishment really has made headway. And keep in mind, they have. I want to be clear about that. You know, this concerted effort, the mega donors they have, the money they have available to them, that makes it very challenging for those of us who are America First Patriots makes it challenging to fight them. That's why I do this every day. It's one one of the reasons. I like to fight globalists. I like to fight the swamp. I like to fight a lot of people. <laughs> now, you might say, well, Pence hasn't even announced. He's he's going to run. You might say Trump hasn't even announced. He's going to run. There was an article today in Axios that's very telling. That's a wonderful article. Shockingly, from Axios, they usually tend to be you know pretty left-leaning. But Jonathan Swan over there put together an excellent article with lots of tons of information. Lots of research done over a long period of time, and he has come to the conclusion that Donald Trump has a plan. Donald Trump has a 2025 plan. Now, why would he have a 2025 plan if he didn't have plans to run in 2024? The answer is he has plans to run in 2024. He just hasn't announced it yet. If he gets back into the White House, he does intend to do what he should have done, frankly, in his first term. He really does intend to drain the swamp, but this time he's going in with an idea of what the swamp is like. He went into... 2017, let's be honest, he was naive. He was misguided. He picked the wrong people 
surrounded himself with really bad dudes, bad women. Okay, Rex Tillerson. Do I need to go on? Reince Priebus. Hello, Jim Mad Dog Mattis. I mean, my gosh, it was so. It was just. I was so, so disappointed, quite frankly. Okay, because they were just bad people. Okay, and Trump apparently has learned his lesson because this plan, this Trump twenty five plan. Seems to be pretty strong. He is going to go after the deep state. They are going to try to attack the established, you know, career pol- uh, career bureaucrats, essentially. And they're not just going after the standard, oh, you know, well, let's go after the EPA and, and uh, government jobs like that. No, they're going to go after 50,000 or more jobs that are essentially either worthless or counterproductive. I mean, it's beautiful. I I haven't seen the details. I've just read the... Read the uh, you know, what Jonathan Swan reported about it, but the idea has me salivating. Okay. This is like I said, this is what when they said drain the swamp in 2016, this is what I was picturing. And if they do get in the Oval Office in 2025, well, okay, maybe we won't have people like HR McMaster calling the shots. Maybe we won't have to deal with John Kelly. Okay. Maybe we'll actually get some, I, I don't know, America First Patriots that actually love this nation working. On its behalf instead of on their behalf, as so many people during the first Trump administration were. Amarosa, come on. Give me a break. Okay, so back to Arizona. Like I said, I want to reiterate, I'm not trying to convince you to, to vote for Carrie Lake or to not vote for Karen Taylor Robeson. If you are a voter in, in Arizona, vote for the person that you want to vote for. Period. That's it. Okay, that's the end of the story for you. But I do want to make sure that we're all watching carefully. If we're influencing, if we're hoping, praying, whatever, we're having any outsider influence on this election and we do love this country and if we do want people like donald trump or even a person like ron DeSantis, and the other america first patriots who may run for in 2024 or who may run for other offices not just president then it behooves us to at least cheer for at the very least cheer for carrie lake twin because again the attacks that are going to hit trump if if she loses if carrie lake loses after Mike Pence endorses and heavily pushes for Karen Taylor Robeson, it will change the the, the course of this nation. It, I mean, I, again, I'm not speaking hyperbole right now. This is reality, folks. This is exactly how it will go down. Like I said, we do, despite the fact that Carrie Lake enjoys a very sizable lead right now, we have to take into account that the uniparty swamp desperately wants her to lose the uniparty swamp i would say at least a 50 percent chance that they're going to go into arizona where it is already you know the the preconditions for voter fraud are already there okay let's be clear about that they stole it in 2020 and they may try to steal it during this primary season for their chosen candidate a lot of times we always assume oh you know voter fraud that's always always benefits democrats you know it's always only democrats that get in there it's not true the way they're able to, for example, protect themselves from being investigated, such as by Doug Ducey in Arizona, Governor Doug Ducey, the way they're able to prevent Republicans from, from digging deeper into what's going on is if they share the wealth, spread the voter fraud love. They don't just uh, push Democrats into office. They also help, in my opinion, in this case, candidates like Karen Taylor Robeson to get over the top. They're desperate. This isn't just about Trump, by the way. I want to be clear about that, too. Being clear, number five. 
I want to be clear about that because there's a certain fear of Carrie Lake coming from the uniparty establishment, especially those in the Republican Party in Arizona. She has promised that if she's elected, she will investigate, she will have her team looking through, seeing what happened in 2020 and trying to figure out what went wrong, how was it stolen, and why did nobody figure it out? I mean, a lot of people figured it out. I shouldn't say that. The audits essentially proved that the, the state was stolen, but you know, it's, it still didn't get the attention that it deserved from government officials. Why is that? Why is that the case? Why did that happen? She says that she will figure that out if she's elected. And maybe, just maybe, maybe there aren't enough shredders or bleach bits out there to cover up what was done, what was done by Katie Hobbs, who's now running for governor as a Democrat, what was potentially done by Doug Ducey, you know, as governor. I'm making accusations. I'm not trying to libel anybody. Okay. No slander here, folks. I'm just saying, I'm just speculating. They sure seem to be adamant about not letting her get in, into the governor's office. And I don't think it's just about Trump, though. Stopping Trump is obviously their primary goal. And, and again, it's stopping the MAGA movement. We always say, oh, it's about stopping Trump. Folks, that has shifted. I just want to be clear about that. <laughs> Being clear number seven. <laughs> We're just going to be crystal clear today. You have to be precise when you're talking about things like this, when you're making accusations. It's true, though. You do have to be precise. I want to be clear about the fact that they're not just going after Trump. Not anymore. He might have gotten the lion's share, 90, 95, 98% of the attacks while he was president and shortly after he was president. He might be the primary focus of January 6th, this unselect committee. But he's not the only target anymore. There are other targets, including Ron DeSantis, by the way, including other other people that are running America First Patriots and including you and me, those of us who are opposed to a a uh, Pence uh, Haley ticket, those of us who are who don't want to see rhinos like Karen Taylor Robeson in the governor's mansion or governor's they don't have a governor's mansion but the governor's office in Arizona, those of us who are, are really trying to fight for the nation and who are defending and, and praying for the the political prisoners from January 6th, the, the people that are that are trying to prevent the Great Reset, the people that are running contrary, running counter to the Uniparty Swamp's machinations, to the machinations of the, the World Economic Forum, the Council for Inclusive Capitalism, the Liberal World Order, if we're not on board with it, if we're not just crying about climate change and posting our pronouns all over the place and uh, embracing LGBTQIA plus supremacy, if we're not those people. They want us to, to be stifled, quashed, removed from society if necessary. Okay? Think about that. And these are the rhinos that are driving it. This isn't the Democrat Party. And just to be clear, it is the rhinos, not just the Democrat Party. The rhinos are the real driving force behind the January 6th Inquisition. I know you'll say, but but Nancy Pelosi's pushing it and it's the Democrats. I know they're they're participating and they're very active. But the people that are actually driving it, driving it, driving it, that's coming from the rhino side. That's coming from the Republican, the RNC, this is the, the GOP establishment that's doing everything they can in their power to push this forward. So 
we will see what happens. But I want to make sure everybody knows I support Carrie Lake, but I'm not telling you to vote for her because of my conspiracy theory that they're trying to steal the election and raise uh, Mike Pence up as the the new face of the Republican Party, the replacement for Donald Trump, the the establishment of the establishment. <laughs> yes, that is it's all true, but I don't want you to vote based upon that. You should always vote in your elections based upon who you like, who you trust, who you want to lead you. Don't listen to pundits. I mean, we can give you our input, but that doesn't mean that you should listen to what we say. And we, you should definitely not take into account you know, this concept that if Karen Taylor Robeson does win the primary, that, that will spell spell the beginning of the end for the America First movement, the MAGA movement here in the United States of America. <laughs> Don't want to put any added pressure on y'all. I know it's already hard enough come up through this stuff. And again, like I said, this isn't the only race that's like that. There have been others and there will be others, but this is the big one. This is the all important one. This is the one that's going to get the national attention. This is the one that, that corporate media, they'll have two narratives either. I mean, either way, by the way, unless it's an, uh, unless uh, Carrie Lake totally obliterates her, they'll, they'll still try to spin it towards, Oh, Pence did great. You know, she was way, way behind and she only lost by 12 points or whatever. You know, unless she's obliterated in the primary by Carrie Lake, Unless their their voting cheating is not very good, that's what they'll say. So that's it. Lord willing, I will be back very soon with another episode. But in the meantime, you all stay strong, stay safe, and God bless. The current food crisis is only going to get worse. Now is the time to secure long-term food you could store at home so you'll never stand in the government's spread lines. Visit jdrucker.com food. That's jdrucker.com food. Do you trust the Biden regime to stop our economy from collapsing? I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. Neither do we, which is why we highly recommend OurGoldGuy.com. Ira will help you purchase physical precious metals to preserve your wealth or retirement. Visit OurGoldGuy.com today.